Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words, and here is your host, Mark Homer. Hi, Mark Homer here, and welcome to Mark My Words. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why it is a great idea to buy your own commercial building to operate your business from. Now, it depends what type of business you're operating as to which type of commercial building that you would purchase. But in our case, we've bought three offices since 2012 and we've put our sort of staff and all of our operations into one of the offices and then into the other two we've created a training facility. So we operate a a training facility over two floors and we have various different rooms within there. We bought these three offices, we've bought them over a period of time. Financially it's been a brilliant decision and clearly something which I've just been very pleased that we've entered into. And I'm going to talk to you about why it can be such a great idea for you to do the same for your business, even if you're starting out, why it can be a good idea to own the property that you run your business from. Some people have distribution businesses, some people need warehousing space, so they may buy a warehouse with some office within it to do their administration from, and others may have some retail space. So the various different types of commercial buildings that you can buy, but in general, The principles are the same, so what I'm going to talk about now should apply to the different classes of commercial property that you can buy to use for your business and run your business from. So why would you buy an office over leasing one? Well, primarily the rent you pay on an office or a warehouse or or maybe a retail space is significantly more than the interest you will pay on a mortgage. Now, this is obviously the case with residential, often, depending on where you are in the country and what it is you're buying. But I think it is particularly poignant when talking about commercial property and offices. For example, the first building that we bought as an office, the rent that that building would attract was £36,000 per annum. So 36 grand a year, it's a significant rent, it was 3,100 odd square foot. So it was just over 11 pounds a foot to rent and the the annual rent was 36,000 a year. Now, the interest rate on a mortgage which you could obtain to purchase a building like that is about two and a half to three percent at the moment as an owner occupier. Because remember, these are different types of mortgages that you would get versus a normal commercial investment loans. And these owner-occupier loans are specifically provided for people who want to buy a commercial premises and run their own business from it. So a building like the one I'm talking about here that would rent for 36,000 a year can be bought for about 400,000. Now, let's just forget the fact that you put a deposit down and let's apply that interest rate of 3% to the whole 400,000. That gives you an annual interest rate of 12,000 per annum. Now, clearly a mortgage like that is capital repayment, so you'll be paying more back than the 12,000 a year, but obviously you'll get that back in the long run when you sell or remortgage the property. So the 12,000 interest is the real cost of running that business on an annual basis. And if the rent on the building is 36,000, 
Well, you're immediately £24,000 a year better off. So some of that will go straight into your pocket in saved rent, and some of it will go to pay off the mortgage. And typically on buildings like this, the bank will want the loan repaying within 10 to 15 years. So what I find is there is there's generally some surplus every month over what you'd pay in renting the building anyway. But in addition to that, you're paying off a mortgage which in 10 or 15 years won't even exist. Therein lies one of the biggest advantages in buying over leasing, certainly with commercial buildings. In addition to that, as with residential property, you get capital growth, which is great. It's more of a bonus, I'd say, with these kind of buildings. Residential probably has gone up more over the long term. I'd say over the same period in London, you know, a quote that I, I like to use where residential went up 8,000%, commercial only went up 800%. So you do tend to get more capital growth in residential over commercial, but that's not to say commercial buildings don't go up, because they do. The cost of building them goes up. You know, where we are, the cost of building them is still more than the, the finished value, you know, the sort of price you would pay as a, as a used a second-hand unit. So there's, you know, some good benefit there. You get capital growth, you get the, the cash flow, you get a reduction in the amount you're going to be paying out on a yearly basis to have it. And the capital growth since we've been in our buildings has been about 30%. So as long as you buy them right, then you're able to still make some money in growth. And again, you wouldn't get that if you were leasing the building. Lots of people say to me, well, you know, what happens if my business ends? Or, you know, what happens if, you know, I don't need the commercial building anymore. It's more illiquid than residential, isn't it? And yeah, that could be true. It is more illiquid. But the reality of that situation is you could let it to somebody else. Yes, the voids are greater. It may take a year to get something like that let where we are. But, you know, over a period of time, you certainly will get it let. And, you know, if you're finding the market's a little bit stodgy or you know, as we were in the recession, there weren't that many tenants around, you could split these buildings down to turn them into a multi-let. So what you're really doing is turning them into a HMO for commercial buildings. So it's, it's an office which effectively runs on a HMO type principle where you have multiple tenants in the building. And there's a couple of those around where we are on our office part where... The owner puts extra stud walls in, extra corridors, and splits the units up. They generally then include the, the bills, so they include the rates and the electricity and the, and the gas, as you would with a HMO. And they tend to charge a little bit more per square foot all in. But lots of smaller businesses, as we were when we started, like the prospect of going into a serviced office because they can have a smaller unit, there's generally less ties, you know, the leases are shorter and everything's all included in one payment so they know where they are every month. There is a lot of demand for that. So if you're looking for a unit which is a bit bigger than you need, maybe you'd go into one floor and let the other floor on a serviced basis or you let that to one tenant or you take the whole building and if you're concerned in the future about your business not needing it all, well, you could let parts of it out on a, a service basis. And, um, you know, these serviced offices are growing in popularity in lots of towns. And, you know, property rates are a big reason why, you know, people don't want to commit to five or ten years with all these property rates or empty property rates if they have to come out. So they can be quite beneficial. Another reason for going for these types of purchases where you're going to become an owner-occupier is you generally get better terms from the bank versus if you're going to be buying the property on an investment basis to let out from day one. 
I know specifically with Barclays, they'll give you an 80% loan as long as your business can support the mortgage payments. And they're lending at about 2.5%, which is very, very cheap. So you put a 20% deposit down, they'll lend 80% of the money and charge 2.5% interest, which is very, very good. And, and quite a bit better than the terms that you'll get if you're buying the property to then let out on an investment basis. It's a bit like having a residential mortgage on your own home. You get better terms than a buy-to-let mortgage when you rent it out. Lloyds will also do owner-occupier mortgages as well. They're generally more like 70% loan-to-value, maybe a little bit less, but similar sort of rates as to Barclays. So I'd say they're the best two, they're the cheapest two when you're looking to buy a building to put your business in. These kind of purchases can be great for getting you closer to those banks. You can establish a relationship with them. You know, once they've seen your business go into a property that they lend on, that can be a great thing because they're more likely to lend to you in the future. It gets that relationship going. It gets you into their system. Their computer sees that you're paying the mortgage every month. And later on, when you want to go and buy another building for your office or maybe an investment property, you know, a commercial building to let out, or maybe you want to get some development finance, if you're in the system, with that bank, you're generally way ahead of other people. They'll spend a lot more time on it, they'll overlook some of the criteria or change the criteria for you, and generally you'll get cheaper rates. So I really do believe in building a direct relationship with a commercial lender. I like doing that and getting a relationship manager at the bank and you know getting them to trust you and, and getting them to believe in what you're doing. Over a period of time, I think you end up with much, much better terms. Owning your own building for your offices has clearly got some good benefits. You've got the yearly differential between the rent and the mortgage interest that you're going to be gaining. You get capital growth. You're able to let some of the units afterwards or perhaps you may do it when you're still in it. You may do it on a service basis. And you may operate a system whereby you move into one of these and then after you're finished, you move out onto the next one and put a tenant in the building. So it's a good way to sort of start growing your commercial portfolio without needing quite so much deposit each time and you know it effectively grows your portfolio without having to sell units off and pay lots of fees and capital gains tax or corporation tax if it's held in a company so there's some big benefits there if you want to grow a portfolio over time i quite like owning commercial buildings that we operate our business from because i find there's more control and more flexibility When we want to change our building around, we want to make the training facility a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller, we can put walls in, we can take walls out, we don't need to get anyone's permission, you know, the landlord's permission or anything like that because we just own the building. If we want to sort of add a little bit more space into our our office, that's a, a possibility. And outside, we change the communal areas, so we have a sort of smoking area and we've just taken out a bike shelter and we put more parking spaces in there. On the grassed area, we've now got an area for people to go outside and have their lunch. All these changes are much easier when you're in full control of the freehold, you own the building, you're the landlord and the tenant, you can move it around as per your business needs because we all know over time, business needs change rapidly. They generally change more at a greater pace than the needs of the individual in a a residential property. I know with this business, we've expanded quickly and we've needed more space, hence we've bought more buildings on site and we've managed to come in as some and go out of others. And, you know, it's been a lot more flexible owning the building. So there's, there's some big benefits there. Another very, very big benefit of owning your own buildings for your business is it looks good to your customers. 
it looks like you've made major investment. Customers come on site, they see you own the buildings, you know, you've made some good modifications, you make it your own. People feel like you're there for the long term. They feel like you've invested and you're clearly a business to be trusted. And, you know, often people will buy into that and they will invest in that themselves. You know, you, you could become one of their suppliers or, you know, maybe they're coming to training in your building and, you know, maybe they'll spend more with you because they feel like there's that trust there and you're, you're actually doing and investing in the local area and, and you're not suddenly going to be gone tomorrow or bust. Customers certainly take more from that than I thought they would do, which is clearly very good. And when you're going for other finance with other banks, other banks will look at the fact that you own your building and you're based in that area and you're sort of there permanently. That can make lending decisions on other buildings and other loans much easier as well. So I've been through quite a few benefits of owning your own building over leasing it, but I haven't touched on the biggest one, which I've already been through on Mark My Words. It's in episode 24 and it's called Capital Allowances. Now, capital allowances can be huge. If you buy a commercial building, and let's use the example of the £400,000 building I mentioned earlier on. If you buy a commercial building, as long as the previous owners of the building haven't claimed these capital allowances, you are able to claim something like 20% of the purchase price against tax. That could be corporation tax if the building's owned in a limited company. But if you own the building personally or in an LLP, you could use sideways loss relief to claim that capital allowance against personal income tax, which could be up to 45%. So it's a massive benefit. And using the example of the £400,000 property, that would be around £80,000 that you could claim against you know, income tax, potentially, if you owned it in your own name or in an LLP. And at 45%, that's £36,000 in hard cash tax saving that you could take straight off your tax bill. So there's a, a major capital allowance benefit in purchasing your own building. You can find out if the previous owners claim those capital allowances when you go through the conveyancing process, when you're buying it. You know, get a capital allowances expert round to check what plant and machinery items there are in the building, i.e. In, in any office, you know, there's going to be a load of wiring, and there's going to be air conditioning, and there's going to be heating system and boiler and radiators and signage and doors and all this stuff gets depreciated and you claim these allowances on. So if you listen to episode 24, Arthur Kemp's on there, he's somebody who'll come around, do all your capital allowances, sort of audit for you, put that together, submit it to your accountant and you can make some major tax savings through purchasing your own building. So I've been through quite a few reasons why you should buy your own building. You're clearly going to be saving the differential between the rent and the interest you can rent it out, you're going to be getting capital growth, and we've got capital allowances there. Obviously, buying your own building isn't for everybody. If you've got a business which you think is going to be changing massively in terms of the amount of space it needs, well, maybe it's better to wait until that change takes place. Also, remember that you know, if you're going to be closing a business down, it, you're going to have probably more voids with a commercial building. I think with the offices we're in, for every five years that one's let, I think you probably get something like a year's worth of void. And I think part of that is reflected in the extra rent. That's why the yields are much higher with these kind of properties. I'd say you're getting something like a 9% net yield, whereas with residential, it would be much lower. And I suspect part of that is because the voids are much higher with commercial buildings. So you need to factor all that in. But generally, it's a great thing. And remember also, when you're buying 
commercial buildings, there isn't an extra 3% stamp duty like there is on residential buy-to-let. And the other major benefit is there's no restriction on the amount of mortgage interest which you can offset against the rent buying your own commercial building for your office. So therein lies another major benefit. That's been uh, Mark Homer talking about the benefits of buying your own commercial building for your business to locate your business within for Mark My Words.